0: Welcome to Godmode Unlocked, episode 52, where we might actually be recording. Are we recording? Here we are recording. Oh, sweet. All right, so we got a good show lined up this week. I think this is, for me, one of our most exciting agendas yet, just based on everything that happened. Uh, We made it out of Area 51 alive. Turns out there's a secret Russian base leading to an alternate dimension underneath it. So uh, we're now back for episode 52. So let's dive right in. Um, To me... There was a lot of big news this week and a lot of interesting topics. But to me, and I never thought I would be saying this, that Ninja is what I was most Whoa, excited wait, wait. Before about.
1: Before we start, before we start, we, we gotta recognize that today is the exact one year. Oh yeah. As we record this, it is the exact one year anniversary of God Mode Unlocked from uh, we published the first episode. from when we published the first episode. So. So, recording this today on August 4th, it's one year. So. Which is crazy. I guess happy birthday. Yeah. happy birthday. 52 episodes exactly I guess. On, on one year.
0: God mode birthday. Uh, get some F's in chat to pay your respects. Yeah. Um, so, let's, uh. we should have had like balloons or kazoos. Yeah, yeah we should have had kazoos. <laughs> uh, Alright, so, ninjas, big move. That's all. I'm sure everybody listening has heard about it at this point. If you don't know who Ninja is at this point, and you're listening to this show, I don't know who you are. Ninja is probably, well, you know probably about it. He's probably become the face of of streaming, of esports, of Fortnite, definitely. Uh, down every late-night talk show, he's the gamer that everybody looks to. Um uh, biggest Twitch streamer in the world. Well, out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere, but when you look back, I think there's a lot of signs. He announced that he is Moved exclusively to Mixer. So Twitch is done. He's done with Twitch. And there's so much to talk about here. A few weeks ago, first of all, I think this move is brilliant on everybody's part from Ninja as a businessman to Microsoft as the owner of Mixer. This is just brilliant. A few weeks back, when you look back through all this, now Mixer, remember Mixer had made some internal changes. They had laid off a lot of staff yeah, and you and I were discussing like, well, either they're, they're What's the future. E- right, either they're they're literally like writing this off as like a, a failed service, or they're kind of getting ready for a big, you know, rebuild, shake up, and they're yeah. going to do something different. Well, now it makes sense because they had these people who were creating content for Mixer, you know, they were being paid to create content for Mixer. So now they're going to save that money and they're going to dole it out to Ninja because Ninja got $50 million up front to, wow. come, over, to come over to Mixer. Can you believe it? And, you know, a lot of people at first, you, know, you and I have been saying on the show forever, the tech of Mixer is really impressive. Um, but there's been this, like, stigma through the whole streaming industry. Like, there's all these other platforms, but it was kind of always like, well, if you're not on Twitch, you're kind of, like, second rate, you know? Yep. Um, I mean, this is just huge. So, he brings with him his entire, not only the face of Fortnite, but, and some people are starting to pick up on this. Before Ninja was the Fortnite guy, he was a pro Halo player. And what are we getting ready to launch next year? Halo. Halo Infinite. What platform is Halo Esports going to be on? Mixer. He has said multiple times, you know, I don't want to be just the Fortnite guy, I want to you know getting other places, and so there's so many levels to this. Microsoft, in one fell swoop, literally captured the biggest streamer in the world, his entire community, oh, a huge chunk of the Fortnite community. Which they're then going to take the Fortnite community and transition into a Halo community. I mean, this is just brilliant on yeah. so many levels.
1: Yeah, I mean, looking at it right now, as we record this, he's up to 630. 630- the 632,000 followers, yeah. which has to be far and away the, the biggest... Uh, mixer? Mixer. Probably. Uh, you know, uh, personality. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, that's that's good. And it's, it's growing. It's growing rapidly mixer every single day. Mixer
0: is now the number one most downloaded app on the iOS store. Are you serious? Yes.
1: Yes. See, I, this you know, has
0: put Mixer on the map.
1: I had just seen the uh, you know an article saying, well, Microsoft has the number one downloaded app. And the number one game, uh, you know, on iOS. Yeah. uh, I wondered what the app was. I thought maybe it was, um, you know, Word or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's Mixer as of today. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge turnaround for for what was, you know. Yeah. Mixer was just lost. Yeah. For the first year or so of its of its existence here, and Um, it
0: launched as Beam. It wasn't even it was yeah. totally different service product. And it
1: was you know i was still lost in the in the weeds yeah <clears throat> so so to to, uh, to get this personality to get this big headline and really push the service out there i think it's great and i think it's a, a sign of things to come for for xbox
0: what what excites me probably the most about it i mean i'm not a ninja fan so like where he streams to me like as a you know viewer doesn't matter this is going to create this is going to send a ripple effect through all you know i'm a streamer Through all of streaming, because now he's not going to be the first one to sign a deal with a platform. You're going to see a lot of competition now with with other streamers, big ones, at telling their platforms, well, pay up, or or I'm going to take my business elsewhere. Um, I
1: mean, it's definitely going to be the Epic Games, which which, sort of. Well,
0: I love it because it's going to actually create, for, for a while now, it's just been like, you're Twitch or you're nothing, you're Twitch or you're nothing. But we've been saying, you know, I predicted how many episodes back that Facebook and YouTube and Mixer, and I think I specifically used the example of what if Mi- what if Mixer picked up Ninja? And at that time it was like, oh, crazy idea. Um, but that's what it's going to create is these platforms actually striving to beat one another. And like you look at a platform like Twitch, most of the other platforms have better technology than Twitch. Twitch has just got by on, well, we're the biggest. And yeah. Yeah. Well, now with competition, they're all going to be swinging at each other. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be great.
1: So what is Dr. Disrespect making the move? Well, I don't think...
0: See, that's what... It's going to force Twitch to, to sign their own people. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you got to pay up. Or I'm going to sign with absolutely. Facebook. I'm going to sign with YouTube. I'm gonna, oh,
1: yeah, I'm sure this has kicked off a war.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If this is like the streaming shot heard around the world. like. And um, I, yeah, I just I'm love sure, everything I'm about I'm sure
1: what you're, what you're saying is true in that. You know, somebody... Twitch is going to start signing people because they're going to be like, wait a minute. You know, like, they're poaching our people. Yeah, right. If they poach, you know, one or two more, I mean, you yeah, know, quite a bit could change. Right. Um,
0: if they took Dr. Disrespect, Shroud, Tfue...
1: Yeah. I mean, they just, need, they just need a few personalities to give the service some momentum. Yeah. You know, I, I heard a lot of people saying, oh, you know, Twitch is just way too big. Impossible to take down. I mean... People were saying the same about Steam at one point. Yeah, guys. exactly. If you get and, too you know, stagnant for too here long, here comes Epic and uh, changing the game. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see uh, how this this unfolds. If you if you like the business, yeah, behind, this is awesome behind these things. It's so fascinating.
0: And you know, I think this for Ninja this is brilliant because for the next six months he's going to be doing interviews. He's going to be all over the place doing interviews about Mixer, why he made his move. Blah blah blah. Then he's gonna become the face of Halo esports going forward. I mean, for him, like I said, I don't even like the guy. I don't, I, I don't watch his streams. But for him, it's brilliant. And one thing, and I, I think there's some truth to this, but this is my prediction. One thing that Twitch has that the other platforms don't have is Twitch Prime subscriptions, which makes a big difference because everybody gets to subscribe for free to whoever their favorite streamer is. So here's another God mode moment for you. A new tier of Game Pass will roll out with some, you subscribe to it, you're going to get one free Mixer subscription a month that you can give to whichever streamer you want. Do you think
1: it'll be Game Pass, or do you think it'll be or Xbox Live, or even some sort of like general Microsoft service? That's what I mean. It'll Um, be, it will
0: include Game Pass, it could include Xbox Live, and you'll get a free Mixer subscription. Well,
1: it's kind of, it's kind of odd to have the, um, they they just rolled out, what was it, Ultimate? Ultimate, yeah. So it's odd that they didn't already include that with all... Maybe they'll just... Maybe
0: they'll do it with Xbox Live. That would make you more sense. You're
1: right. Maybe they'll create, like, another... Because that's a bigger buck. Yeah. Yeah. Where you get all the Microsoft services. You get, like, Word. You get, you know... And, you know, people have been saying
0: for a long time, well, you know, at some point, they're not going to be able to charge for online play. Well... Keep charging for online play, but add to the value by giving them a free mixer subscription every month so that it kind of kicks that can down the road. Yep, it's good. It it would direct it, would fire another shot directly at Twitch and say, and it says to because that makes a big difference for the streamers on whichever platform they're on. If all their viewers get one free sub a month, that's like potential money to you, you know, like that's a big deal. So, yeah, to me, everything about this topic. When I first heard this, I was like... At first, I was like, no way! Like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> and then the more and more you think about it, it's like, wow, this is... Yeah, I, I get it. Um, so one of the other big events this week was the Call of Duty Modern Warfare multiplayer reveal. The first thing I want to say about this... Um, I heard all-, all good things coming out of this. All the creators and stuff that played the game at the event said it's great. The changes they've made are great. And a lot of hype coming out of it. But one thing I will complain about, I hate these, like, 12-hour reveal events. You can't watch them. To they're oh, I unwatchable.
1: I know. It, it, it just makes you wonder. I can only watch What's five minutes of it. You know, I can only this watch is, five minutes of I mean, it's just so out of touch with the current generation. Show
0: me like. a trailer for two minutes and I'm good. Exactly. I uh, wish they did show a trailer. Um, and, and I think really part of it was getting all the streamers there because then their audience is watching, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the event was huge. Everybody came out of it with a lot of hype. They have that 2v2 mode that uh, they had already previously announced. They got classic 6v6, 10v10, 20v20, and a 50v50 mode, which has vehicles, which is a clear shot at Battlefield. And uh, more players than Battlefield, even. Um, the gunplay has changed. The monetization is basically, I mean, loot boxes are still in, but there's no season pass, there's no paid maps anymore. They've done away with a lot of the, you know, a lot of the stuff that caused controversy with yeah. The multiplayer. Yeah, So everybody came out of this pretty pretty hype. What did you make of the whole thing? What was your reaction? Um,
1: you know, yeah, I mean, all the modes sound great. You know, but looking at the game itself, like the new, the yeah. new style... It's something that it looks weird. It's just so, I don't know, it's just kind of bland.
0: Man. It looks weird, yeah. It's just...
1: it's. I don't know. It doesn't seem to really have any style yeah. anymore. Like Like yeah. It's just, it's just, it's very realistic looking, but at the same time, it's just bland. Looking yeah. Too. I. Like, I don't know. I can't get into it.
0: No. Everybody that said who played it, they said after like ten minutes, you adjust to it. But like you said, like I think Call of Duty's had a distinct look for fifteen years now, yeah. and this new look to me, this kind of looks like a free-to-play shooter. Exactly. Like anybody like, could just, it, it's just bland. put this it out. Could be anybody. And uh, and I, I mean. You know the gameplay is really what matters. But um, any other thoughts on that? What do you think of the fifty v fifty with vehicles
1: and stuff? Yeah, you, you know, know, honestly, for a minute there, I was, I was like, oh yeah, you know, I was like yeah, and then I was like, wait a minute, this is Call of Duty. This isn't, this isn't yeah. Battlefield. Yeah. I, mean, I was like, what's going on here? You know, like you, you said the classic six v six. I was like, wait, what do you mean? And then I realized, wait a minute, we're talking Call of Duty. We're, yeah. We aren't even talking Battlefield. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it is interesting that they're you know they're they're moving more in the direction of their competition all the time. You know, I we think, we got the uh, battle royale, yeah, And yeah. you know, now we're getting we're getting vehicles, and, yeah, you know, everything else. So it's just really interesting that they're they're moving in the direction of their competitors. Uh, I their think fresh. I think
0: that it's brilliant on their part because you know. For the past year on this show, we've talked about Battlefield's massive struggles. I mean, the last two Battlefield games have really fallen pretty flat. Yeah. Um, Yeah, When Battlefield launched uh, Firestorm, you know, their their battle royale, everybody thought, well, maybe that'll bring it back. That was a flop. Um, So now here we have Call of Duty taking away the only thing that Battlefield still had going for it, which was the big battles. Yeah. Um, I don't know. DICE is going to have to do something. I mean...
1: You know, yeah, I, I think Dice would be better off going, going with like Bad Company. Oh yeah, that totally. Which is interesting because Bad Company is more of a, you know, what the direction that Call of Duty has been in yeah. for a long time. Yeah. You know, where it's more story driven, character driven. Yeah. Um, so it'd be real interesting and funny if like the next Battlefield we get is Bad Company. 3. I
0: still think it was a massive mistake to do Battlefield One and then. Battlefield Five set in World War Two, back and back, back yeah. to back like that. I think it was a huge mistake. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think I'd like to see him go back to Vietnam.
0: Yeah, do Vietnam, um, do modern warfare, do just because I'm so I'm,
1: I'm really burned out. On go back the to the Battlefield
0: LDRs. 2142.
1: And Vietnam is just you know it was just such an untapped potential. There. Yeah, it's 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 a very unique time, very unique setting. Yeah, compared to all the other yeah. Yeah. areas. That have been beaten to death, so yeah, I'd like to see them go to let's, Vietnam. Let's go
0: Civil War, yeah, there we go. So, speaking of uh, you might you know, we talked about Epic a little bit here already. What do you think? Oh, this, is, this is super interesting to me. It appears that Epic is turning down every game that will not be exclusive to their platform. So, they got a chance to put a game on the Epic Game Store recently that was also coming to Steam. And the developer said, we want to put it here, but we're also going to put it on Steam. And Epic said, no thanks, we'll, we'll pass. If it's on Steam, we don't want it. Yeah. What do you think of that exclusive strategy that they seem to be taking? It's
1: definitely an interesting strategy. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. For definitely. Because um, right now I'm thinking this isn't a winning strategy. Yeah. Um, you know, they can keep investing in buying, essentially buying the exclusivity of these games, and maybe at some point it'll...
0: Well, at some point, Fortnite Star will fall, Yeah, and And they will start bringing in less money there.
1: Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, because I just can't believe there's too many people that are eager to, you know, forego that Steam money for... Well, it's less money, though. Yeah.
0: You you sell... You get more per copy on Epic Games Store.
1: Yeah, but still, I mean, you, if they will only take the game if it's only on yeah. Epic Store, yeah. then you're giving up all the money you would have on Steam
0: anyway. See, I i have an uh, Epic Game Store. I don't know why. Like Certain places you bring it up and everybody's like, oh my god, the devil. I'm like... You know, like, I've got opinions in Epic, too, but, like, nothing that they have done has offended me as a, as no, a consumer. Man. Nothing has... It's just business. Disgusted me. me. Yeah. And, like,
1: and, you know, it's just opening up another screen. I know how annoying it is. Like, I remember when Origin the came The one out. that annoys me
0: is Uplay. Like, get rid of that yeah, crap. Like, I, I remember that when is Origin, such a terrible service. Origin came
1: out, and I was like, ugh, oh, come on. Yeah. You know, I hated opening the other screen, and I never use Origin anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, I use it because of Apex, but...
1: Um. So you know, I know the feeling, but but the idea of having to do that—it's just—it's not that big of a deal. To yeah. Me, any more than having like three consoles. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And like I, I like you said, I think the competition that they've injected has really been good. I mean. Yeah. You know, I understand if you, you might be offended if your favorite franchise got ripped off of Steam and they forced you to download. You know, like I get that stuff, but like to me, what they've been doing is. Good for the industry, at the very least.
1: Yeah, and you know, circling back to the actual topic, um, it'd be interesting to see if the uniqueness of the store—you know, just having fewer games—that yeah. puts more of a spotlight on the games. It'd be interesting to see how many people choose, you know, to have their game on a popular storefront yeah. where there's less competition. Yeah, and you you get a bigger cut. See, to me, that's that's really.
0: I like the idea, and I don't know if it'll be successful. But I like the idea of somebody saying, uh, "We're only gonna have games that we consider top tier on our in our store." You know, if yeah. you're buying a game here, we're basically putting our stamp of approval on it. Whereas, you know, Steam's had issues for years. I mean, there's just exactly there's way too much crap on exactly, that platform.
1: and it feels like they're trying to leverage that exact issue with Steam, that and the the greater. Um, you know profit cut for the developer yeah yeah to to really leverage you know the uh developers into into exclusively yeah. signing for them yeah it, will it work i don't know but it's
0: it's definitely fascinating during episode see. 104 this time next year it'll be interesting to see yeah we're at the game store as a year from now or two years from now yeah. or whatever so we're talking about monetization and stuff. What do you think of this? I got I I heard this idea during an interview. And you know, we've talked a lot about crypto and we're both pretty big crypto interested in the topic. So there's a monetization model being thrown around where you can actually this work would work with video or like a game or you know, insert medium here. You're, you only pay for what you actually play or watch, because using blockchain they can monitor, you know, how long you've been like hooked in. basically um so let's say you want to watch a movie but you only end up watching half of it you are only going to pay for you're literally paying as you go yeah so you stop the movie halfway through you're like "Ah, i don't like it you don't end up paying full price um obviously in the case of a game you would want there to be a cap on it like not like pay five cents per hour infinitely because that would you could spend thousands of dollars that way but um what do you think of this idea? Like, let's say if it's a single-player game. Well, if you don't finish the game, you don't end up paying sixty bucks. Maybe you only end up paying thirty if you quit halfway through. Um, it's a, it's an int- really interesting concept. I think it's a bad idea. You think so? Flat out. From bad who, idea. From whose perspective? I think
1: because I think as a consumer, you are definitely going to end up paying more money. You think? Oh yeah.
0: Well, what if, what if I'm saying like, what if the game costs sixty bucks, but you, you know. You only make it to level 10, and it's 20 levels. Well, well, then you only pay 30, because you never finished it. For
1: for games, yeah, maybe. maybe There would no have sense. to
0: be a cap on it, or else, yeah, you're going to pay way yeah. more. There oh, has yeah. to be a cap on it.
1: Well, and the thing is, is they always want you to pay more. Right, and, right. And so if you roll this out there, and you say, oh, well, you're only going to pay for for how much you watch, well, all of a sudden, the the, the cost of the, the products will suddenly go up. Yeah, I mean, it like, could go no, anywhere. hide as, hey, we're doing you a favor. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, not really. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, you know, maybe I, I pay $2 for this movie mm-hmm. that I only watch 15 minutes of. But it's like, right now, I'd pay $2 for the whole movie, yeah. you know, whether I watch the whole thing or not. Yeah. But I already paid $2 for the 15 minutes. So I, 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 just, um, I just think it would be
0: Do you bad. think we'll see it come to fruition? Like, do you think we'll see this implemented?
1: I mean possibly because like I say there's. It would somebody's going to want to try it well that would likely mean you pay more money for yeah. things because you, you know I mean on the one hand you would be like well I, I won't have to pay as much if I don't use it yeah which is in a certain sense well if, if sense, the business true. is
0: being honest it could actually be a more fair system but I keep
1: thinking of like Netflix yeah I mean if you instituted this for Netflix rather yeah. than paying $16 for that huge yeah. library yeah I mean they would they would well, that's what be I mean. You for you'd you'd
0: have to have a cap on it. So, like, if the business was being fair about it, assuming that they would be, let, let's take Red Dead Redemption Two for example. That, that's a hundred-hour game that costs sixty dollars. I only paid it, played it for three hours, so I, I would have only got charged like six bucks because I only got six dollars worth of entertainment value on it. Yeah. If the producer of the media was actually fair about it. It could hypothetically be like a direct correlation between the value of what you've consumed. Yeah. Um, but that's a big...
1: That's a well, big... Yeah. yeah because and, the, and the, why, the business
0: has to be fair about it. Well,
1: and my question would be, why would they be fair about it, essentially? Right. I mean, why, right. why would they choose to help you when, when they could... Well, they
0: somebody could, could launch a new business with this exact
1: premise. They could, they could roll this out there as... Well, hey, we're doing only, you a favor. Only pay for what you play, you know. Like we're that we're doing you a favor type thing, and then secretly, you know, if, if because you're not really paying attention, and that's where they're going to get you. Yeah, is, is you're not really paying attention, and so secretly, you paused? where the game pause or you know. Well, I mean, even if you you start a movie, you watch it 15 minutes, you pay two dollars. Yeah. You know, and you start another movie, you watch it 15 minutes, you pay two dollars. Yeah. I, I just I would be very skeptical that they would include some sort of cap to help yeah. you out. Yeah. I think they were just, you know... On video, I don't on. think they would. So, oh. so I mean, yeah, games would be, it'd be kind of interesting to see what they do. I mean, like, I could see maybe a cap with video games, though, with games moving in the Game Pass direction, which is very much like Netflix. Yeah.
0: Well, it's just an option that I thought, you know, because you and I have been sitting here talking about, you know, like, people don't like loot boxes, they don't like this, they don't like that, and we've been saying, well, what monetization options do they really have? You know, yeah. like uh, this was just something that when I heard about it, I was like, that's an interesting
1: But loss. it just it just feels like to me that this would be a great way to nickel and dime you. Oh yeah, could and, to end, oh, and totally to could ending be. up paying more. Yeah. Totally yeah, could so be. so I just don't see why they would be fair when you yeah. get more of your money, which is exactly what they want.
0: Well to. they're ripping you off when they make you pay sixty dollars for a game that you don't like and you just Yeah uh, like paid sixty bucks for this piece of crap. Yep. So I mean I guess it's a matter of which way do you want to be
1: ripped off Yeah but we got all these subscription services yeah I mean I could see this maybe being the next step and maybe you know maybe they could tie it to like hours and that, that's, that, what, that's what it would be yeah. th- that could be a game changer because um,
0: when you buy a game that it would have a set value. Yeah. when you pay $60 dollars what you're paying for is 20 hours worth of content yeah and if you don't consume all 20 hours then you pay you know, but, half
1: of whatever. I don't know. I just can't imagine them instituting this. On Why per. would they
0: want to help you? Well, on a
1: per-game basis. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see them... It would be a good idea
0: for, like, Game Pass. You know, play Game well, Pass. That's kind of what I'm Pay imagining. as you go.
1: I mean, I don't know. what, what Don't what pay I mean,
0: every month. Only pay for the number of hours exactly. you spend on it every and month. I
1: could imagine, like, a tier where it's sort of free yeah. to get Game Pass yeah. or Netflix, and then you pay whatever you yeah. use.
0: But in the long run, in those situations, it's usually cheaper to just pay the monthly fee in the long run. Unless yeah, you're really exactly. going to use the extremely limited capacity.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, in that sense, it would be interesting. Like, yeah. Y- giving you the option, like, do you want do you want to pay for the monthly? Can, yeah. But you're not really sure you're going to, you know, actually watch yeah. or play $16 worth of games yeah. a month. Or do you want to just pay, you know, like, maybe maybe you expect to pay, play 10 hours. 10 hours, hours. Yeah. Ten or, hours whatever. or something. Yeah. And that's like $2 or $5. Or per hour. Yeah. And... Um, you know, so that way you know, like, hey, I'm not, I'm not gonna play anything else. I just want to play this one game. Yeah, and I don't even know if I'll play it to the end. Yeah. So you know, here's a few bucks. Just let me play for. Yeah. So in that sense, it could be interesting.
0: Um, so here, here's a, <laughs> so a bill has been introduced to the United States Senate aimed at social media. Um, I, I don't. I'll, I guess I'll get into it later. I'll explain it first. Um, to ban features like autoplay, like when you go to a page and it autoplay is a video. To ban features like infinite scrolling content, like when you go to a page and you, know, you can just scroll forever. It keeps loading yeah. more and more and more yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, specifically, streaks, which are a Snapchat feature, which basically it keeps track of and rewards you for using the service basically daily and sending snaps to people on a daily basis. And then also... I, yeah,
1: well, let, let me just interrupt you and say I just discovered what a snap streak is. I had never heard of it. I, I just I, I just figured out what it is, <laughs> which made me feel really old. Um,
0: and then also implementing time limits. So, like, it, this would hypothetically ban the social media platforms from letting people use their platform for over this amount of time, whatever, I don't know what the time period is, but it, it's actually considered in the bill. So, whole lot to digest here. First thing I will point out: uh, video games have these systems where when you log in every day, you get daily rewards. Yeah. Very similar to Snap Streaks. Yep. So this definitely relates directly to video games, even if this bill isn't aimed at video games. Um, take it away. Tell me what you think of the
1: whole thing. Completely baffled. Why? What? What? What good does this do the public? Like, what's the thinking on this? I,
0: I I, am totally 100% in, in agreement that I believe that social media has had a negative effect on society. Um, are there positives? Absolutely. I mean, I utilize social media for a million things. Um, there's definitely positives. I'm not saying that all social media is bad and all use of it is bad. But I definitely think that a lot of toxic sentiment has kind of eked into our lives through social media oh, I, and I in, inundation do. of like false information and just bad everybody ranting every day complaining about everything in their life Yeah, so I'm totally 100% there do I think it's the government's job to regulate it absolutely not yeah I, I,
1: well and the things they're targeting here I still don't I don't understand the
0: Snap Streets one got me like like why are they going specifically after like I thought for sure Facebook would be the biggest target
1: of this yeah. whole thing I, you know I know what snap streaks are. Yeah. I still don't even fully understand how they work. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know it's it's got something to do where you you either message or send send snaps to each other. You're over, supposed to do it Every, every day. single day. And it yeah, yeah, And that's the streak. You don't want to break the yeah. streak. But I don't know if you have to message them or, or send them a snap. I, I don't know. You have to send them
0: a snap, yeah. But
1: in any event... What does that have to do with anything? I I I I (laughs) guess the
0: argument is that they're building like an addiction to the platform. You're forced to use it every day. Well, first of all, you're not forced. It's your own choice. Yeah. And and, I don't know. It it doesn't need government regulation. I totally, 100%, agree. Social media is way out of hand. This is no joke. Earlier this week, I opened Facebook, which I go on like pretty sparingly these days I use messenger pretty regularly but I don't read other yeah. people's stuff much the top two posts in my feed I opened up the top two things were literally people posting text messages of their exes or current spouses whatever phones uh, of them cheating like the text messages between them and their mistress or and like those, those were the top two things and I'm like this is the platform like <laughs> like what Yeah. It's like a bunch of children. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is the biggest platform in the world? I know. This is what we're getting? I mean,
1: I know kids are really obsessed with these snap streaks. Yeah. It's it's a big deal. them. Big deal. But at the same time, you know, Pokemon cards were a big deal to us. Yeah. You know, I mean.
0: I'm totally against time limits on anything. Yeah. You cannot. The government should not be mandating. You know, do I think it's a good idea in certain circumstances for a developer to, like, implement things in the game to remind people, like, you know, you've been online for eight hours straight.
1: I, Just to remind people. I don't understand. You know, that's I fine. I mean, I guess the autoplay, maybe I can, I mean, it, the gist of this seems to be combating addiction.
0: Yeah. Um, I can't get off the page because I just keep scrolling forever. That seems like an old yeah. man who couldn't figure out how to.
1: What the hell? The article I mean, just keeps be, going. I would be so sad to see autoplay go though because I I love autoplay. You know I well
0: brave. I think it's funny because brave uh, stops autoplay.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, well, what the hell is
0: the problem with autoplay? Like, I don't have any problems. it." Yeah, me neither. <laughs> What's the reason you'd I, want? to stop? I
1: like it because you know will take it. It'll take you to different um, it saves you know, channels. Saves me a second from flipping the or, yeah, clicking take the video. It, Take it to different channels. So you know, it's just nice when you you want to be lazy and just have something else come on. I mean, you essentially have auto autoplay on your television set. You know, we we've had autoplay yeah. for for a hundred years almost now, and it was never a problem before, so I don't understand why it's a problem now, but...
0: It just seems to me, like many things these days, a bunch of old men not understanding something, hearing complaints from the the, the low-hanging fruit, you know, well, my kid, you know, did this on Facebook, well, we're going to go after them and save your children. I mean, I just
1: don't understand, because in a way we've had a lot of these features in our lives before. I mean, there used to be people that would buy... Ten newspapers and just go through them. Take you know, it. I mean, how is that inf- how is that any different from Memphis Yeah, Queen, really? I yeah. mean, it's just up to the person. Yeah, that's what I it comes down to. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I,
0: I absolutely, the irony in this is hilarious, and I hate to be so point-blank political, but these bills keep coming from tr- people who identify themselves as conservative. So you would say that while well, they believe in the freedom of choice and personal choice well here they are saying but you can't choose what yeah. social media to mean, use.
1: and on the one hand I, I do agree like i think quite often about how i really believe i was happier before the internet that's what i mean
0: i totally I agree i really do that. believe it. i i, I, I 100% believe the world idea. was a better place yeah before I, would, the internet. I, I really do
1: <laughs> I, i'm sorry you know we're, it's funny because we're, we're well there's good. certain there's
0: right there are Definite benefits,
1: but there are definite downsides. Oh, there yeah,
0: there are downsides. And they're psychological. Like of-
1: yeah, and I feel really bad. In fact, I feel really privileged and, and happy that you know I am basically the last generation that, that understands the difference yeah. because there's so many kids out there that yeah, literally this is their whole world. They, we didn't have they never cell phones when we grew up. Yeah, we, the yeah.
0: games that we played were Donkey Kong. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, so so the world. It's almost like I don't even understand the world that kids yeah. today live in. Yeah, it's just Well, you different.
0: know, it. Where I don't remember where where I saw this, but I think it was like Irma was literally flipping through the. No, it was in American History X actually, which is a very old movie, as yeah, you know. No. But not yeah. not everybody listening right now. And a teacher said to one of the parents, "You don't understand the world that your kids are growing up in. It's not that you don't understand your kids; it's you don't understand the world. You know, I'm not." you know this isn't on you this is it's not the problem's not with your kid it's that yeah. you don't understand you don't know how to guide them through the world that they're in because you can't relate to it
1: yeah and it's funny because you know you point out that was an old movie and you know it used it's to like be 20 like 20 years old it used to be like parents were like rock and roll you know like oh that's the devil's work you know what what's become of this world rock yeah. and roll and it's you know the world has changed so rapidly over the last 20 years yeah it really has um that you know now, parents really probably will struggle to, you know, especially like you and I, who yeah. who we're in our thirties, we don't we're not parents yet. Um, but if we do have kids, like the world that they're gonna grow up in is totally gonna be different. so different from the world we. Well, built. I think we're, we literally aren't gonna yeah. understand what, what. Yeah,
0: but I I think at least we got the we're not too old. You know, like when we started to become. In our late teens, we got introduced to cell phones, to the internet. Yeah. Um, so we're not, like, obl- totally oblivious of it. Our grandparents right now are totally oh. oblivious.
1: Oh, I know. And not, not through their own fault. Just You know, it's funny because my, my, my dad, even, he'll occasionally stumble across, you know, stuff from the internet. Yeah and you know he'll come up to me and he'll be like oh you know like I can't believe this or that and it's fake like fake dad well yeah I mean sometimes it is fake yeah. sometimes it's you know just strange yeah, you, know, like, yeah. you know you know bombsite like it. yeah so but it's just funny to me that it takes him like 20 years to discover these, yeah, these yeah. things and um was, but so he's just completely obliv- oblivious to the actual goings on yeah. of the, the internet and how dark some of it is yeah, yeah. and
0: uh, It was funny because the internet really just, what it really did was unleash, all it really did was unleash our humanities, the things that had been lying underneath the surface for a long time, but it put it out in front of everybody and gave it a platform. Yeah, and and, you know. Here is other people who think like you. you Yeah,
1: in my life I've always been really conscious of um, the power of suggestion. Yeah. It's something like nobody ever thinks about, Yeah. but it is—it's pretty much everything. Well, I mean,
0: why are why are influencers
1: so powerful? Yeah, influencers, advertisements—it's right. advertisements, all suggestions, and it's—it's it's the biggest. It's probably the biggest industry in the world. I mean, yeah. advertising really totally. probably is totally. Um, you know, and you, you your business can't survive without mm-hmm. advertising essentially. Mm-hmm. So, and that's not, the power not these. That's days. the power of suggestion, and with the internet, you know, it's just growing more powerful and i think that's you know what we're about to get into uh, is very very much predicated just on the power suggestion
0: yeah yeah so let's move let's move into the next topic and you know we've you and i we delve into government a lot we kind of avoid like the politics aspect a lot of times um and so you know matt and i there's been a few times I think where we've almost wanted to talk about this on the show and we're like, ah, you know, cuz somebody might shut the thing off. They might hear this, well, nope, I disagree and you know, they shut the thing off. Well, that's why we want to talk about it uh, is because we're going to talk about we're going to talk about guns. We're going to talk about in the last 48 hours, we've had how many mass shootings now in like the last 48 hours? Uh, 3, 4. Yeah. Something I like that, yeah. And that's part of the, that's that's exactly you know I saw a chart today. America has had 251 mass shootings so far in 2019. That the country with the next most has three. Yeah. Three to 251. Yep. If that alone doesn't tell you, there's some type of. We need to have some type of discussion. That's why I wanted to talk on the show about this, as controversial as the topic is, and you know, as passionate as people get. We need to be able to have a basic conversation about it, and because the the country hasn't like, we we've been talking about it for a long time, but everybody tries to boil everything down into either you're pro gun or you're anti gun, and as soon as you say anything at all about even remotely questioning, you know any type of gun anywhere whatsoever, it's you know fingers pointing at you, you're anti gun, you know. Yeah. well the the subject's a lot more complex than that and it deserves to be talked about because there's literally people dying and i guess to start this you know this discussion off but i think just last week after the podcast we're talking about when the opioid epidemic started a few years ago really started to come to fruition people started to coalesce around the issue pretty quickly yeah and and say something needs to be done um you know, I use the example of 9-11, that people use box cutters to hijack planes. Yeah. Box cutters, once, one time, Yep. instantly banned yep. A- on planes. In, no, no discussion, no debate, good idea. Yep. This was a bad idea. With guns, no matter how many times some tragedy occurs, there's never any type of real discussion. It's either, no, you're not taking my guns away, or... You're anti-gun or... There, there's no real discussion. It's all lost in nonsense. Yeah. So, um... And then to, to top it all off today, um, a lot of prominent elected officials literally started blaming video games again. Yeah. Fortnite specifically, which is... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I'll turn the floor over to you. I mean, it,
1: it almost seems, um... First of all, I mean, I'll save the video game. Um, that's the least of my concerns exactly, at this point. Exactly. I mean, it almost seems disgraceful to even to even worry about. Yeah, that at this that's point. what I mean. What? Uh, it just seems disgraceful in the in light of what's occurred to be like, oh, video games. It takes like, away the to sincerity. To even discuss video out. games. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe it's worth having a discussion at some point, but you look. You look at what's happening, and you know, like that, like you said, two hundred fifty-one mass shootings in a single year, and and we're only in August. Yeah, and we're only in August, and the next country is three. And this, this is the part that really sort of baffles me, and that is, how is it that you can you can show charts to people and you can say, look, we are a huge outlier. We're the only country with this problem. We are a huge outlier, and and. I just don't understand how people are able to look at that chart and say, "Oh, okay, that's all, that's all right."
0: And this is, again, I'm going to hammer this point a hundred times. I, I mean, I think you and I had discussed this prior. You know, very few people, certainly not myself, and you know, I'll let you speak for yourself, are arguing. Take away people's shotguns. Take away people's hunting rifles. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. not the problem. We're not. Nobody. I've never really heard. Hardly anybody argued to do something like that. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, generally the things that get discussed are like universal background checks, mental health checks, you know, automatic weapon bans. You know, no, no armor-piercing bullets. You don't need those. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I think the thing that gets me a lot of times is you hear a lot of people saying they support our police, they support our troops, so on and so forth. But they want their guns so they can defend themselves against the police and the troops that they support. Somewhere. Yeah, yep. I'm going to have armor-piercing bullets, so if I need to shoot a, uh, a member of the police or, you know, wearing a Kevlar vat... Yeah. Well what you're
1: saying is not compatible yeah it is unfortunate I mean there's there's definitely a a gun culture and you know just I I was thinking about as you were discussing it like you know the the topic gets polarized like are you are you in or are you out you're right right. and and I hate when people it's not that simple I hate when you when you're only given those two choices because people will polarize and Mm -hmm. they will go in either direction Mm -hmm. and then you know once they're and that's why people are scared to discuss it and then once you're dug in like that's it Yeah, like the conversations ended. Yeah, like you're totally. done. Again. And I just think it should be. Do you think it's okay? Do you think it's normal that you know, like your kids might not come home from school, you know, or or they might have to hold in someone's intestines? Like I, I was reading an article about you know the real details of a shooting. You know, like this one girl, she she was having to hold in mm-hmm. one of her classmates' intestines. Yeah, during a, a shooting and. And something happened, and like some of his intestines came out, yeah. and she threw up. Yeah. And she said, "I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore." And thankfully, somebody else came and you know was mm-hmm. holding in the friend's intestines, and the guy, the guy did end up living. But I mean, you just don't get those gory. And things. right,
0: sorry if this is is brutal, but this is real
1: life. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the thing is like, I seen some videos from the shootings, and I, I just wonder like, is it better to see it or is it worse? Because will it desensitize you? Or It'll will wake it you horrify right. you and make you go, oh, no, we need to change it. So, I I mean, from the, I'm a little torn on that. Yeah. Like, well, I, there's I no right like, answer,
0: I don't think. You might be different. Different yeah, people might react different ways. I, I
1: don't know, because, you know, from the safety of your, your computer chip, yeah. to see that horror again and yeah. again and again, yeah. as you're going to see, like, I don't know if it really instills in you the complete picture of what's unfolding out there.
0: I um, remember one time I was in a pretty passionate debate about this issue and I point blank got to the point where I asked the guy what do you love more do you love your daughter or do you love your guns which one pick them right now and he's like well I don't have to pick and I was like but we're getting to the point where it's yes you do exactly yes you do and
1: that's that's the question I
0: think and and, and he like he like he like paused and he like didn't know how to answer the answer should be your daughter like let me answer the question for you very
1: disturbing um and I think the same thing well,
0: because too. Because he's scared to say like, "Oh, okay, like yeah, maybe I don't." Like people well, are literally scared to like. Part of the reason the they issue.
1: part of the reason they bought the gun is they have a, a an image in their head of that they're going to be Rambo. They're going to be the hero. Yeah, they're going to be the hero. Like they're going to be Rambo because bad guys aren't going to pay attention to the laws. Yeah, and so they're going to be the hero and they're going to they're going to save the day. But and that was kind of the strange thing to me in Texas, where you know. People regularly go shopping, yeah, yeah. carrying. Yeah. And it was like nobody had a gun in this this Walmart park. Like guns never. I mean, once in a blue moon you will read a story about somebody defending themselves with a it's gun. It's like nine hundred,
0: okay. like one time out of literally a thousand. Yeah.
1: It's just you know like this, we keep hearing from gun owners, well you know the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun but that never seems to happen no. you know we've, we've had and this story play know, out for 30 years now I don't, it's just never I don't
0: been. know which one it was and forgive me for not knowing the exact detail but the one the police responded within one minute
1: yeah which that is, was the Dayton
0: one which, which is a hell of a response like I don't know a lot about that was police response times the bar I night. do know a lot about fire response times as an elected official because I oversee a fire department in my opinion for a police department to respond within one minute is incredible. Yeah. Um, so basically, the best response you possibly could have wanted from yep. law enforcement in that time—how uh, many? Forty people were shot. Yeah. And, and in that
1: one minute, one.
0: And that—that that is the reality that we're facing. You know, everybody says, "Well, the good guy with the gun, the good guy with the gun, the good guy with the gun." Ninety-nine times out of a hundred is going to be the police. Yeah. And. Not even the police who are responding in one minute can stop you from firing off more than 40, harming 40 people.
1: Yeah.
0: That is the, the, sorry, it doesn't matter if you like guns or you don't, the reality is guns are capable of harming that many people that quickly.
1: You know, and and everybody goes, Oh my rights, my rights. Well, yeah, but nobody's, nobody's clamoring for the right to own a nuclear bomb. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why is that? Well, because you don't want your neighbor sending off a nuclear bomb a and ending <laughs> your ending your entire community. Yeah. So it's really it's really a question of where do we draw the line? And it's become readily apparent that in the year 2019, the line has to be at, le- at the very least has to be okay, no more uh, semi-automatics. The federal government No more.
0: The federal government needs to stop letting this be a state issue. Yeah. I'm sorry, this is not a state issue anymore. This is a federal, countrywide issue. Yeah. They need to implement basic things across all 50 states. Well,
1: I, I don't know if that'll ever happen. That's um, what needs to happen. Yeah, it, it feels like it's going to be... We need to
0: have a set of... You, let the states control certain things still, like they're you know, are entitled yeah. to. But there need to be basic protections of some kind at the federal level. There has
1: to be. I mean, I would... I, I hope... I mean, I'm That's hopeful. the only way to fix the problem. I'm hopeful of that, but... I just don't see it happening. And how sad is that? Yeah, that you I, don't see it happening. I think it'll probably be more like marijuana, more like um, gay marriage, where you know just the states themselves, more or less, yeah. just keep keep chipping away at yeah. it until it's essentially national law, and then eventually you know something will happen at yeah. the national level because you know the, the but in the, the meantime, support for it at the state level. In the meantime, is
0: so great. thousands of people continue to be shot. Yeah, that's. That's, you know, like, and it, when you think about it... I just don't understand. Do you no. remember, like, when all this... The first one that I remember, when we were growing up, these shootings were iconic. Like, yeah. when Columbine well, happened... Well, I, I
1: don't want to use the word iconic. These... these infamous. Horrific. Yeah, or infamous. Infamous. In when, when,
0: maybe that. When a shooting occurred... Everybody knew about it, and it was yeah. like a national tragedy. It was
1: like, how could this possibly... Right. Like it was eat? a
0: national tragedy. When Columbine happened, everybody in America knew that it had happened.
1: Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I, I Sandy Hook. The horror of, of Columbine. I mean, people talked about that for months and months and months. Yes.
0: And now, these type of things are happening literally like on a daily Hours and apart. weekly Hours basis. Hours apart now.
1: And it, it, it's like, you
0: know, 20 years ago, this would have been... A travesty. Like yeah. and it, it still is, but it doesn't it, get it is it scary. doesn't send that repulse through
1: society anymore. Yeah, It is scary how normalized and, and not just that and I, I you know I think I think the seeds for this were actually planted long before this in the sense that you know there was there's been inner city shootings. Yeah. I mean Chicago, yeah. I mean basically what happened with these two mass shootings happens in Chicago every single weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we've just ignored that yeah for for various the one reasons. side of St. Louis is uh, uh, you know yeah, high crime it's, it's, it's basically Baltimore. like that in all inner cities. And, and the fact that we didn't tackle that, I think really laid the groundwork yeah, for, it's for in the what's paper happening every now. Day because for the past like, fifty years. You know, basically Congress knew there was an issue. Yeah. And they just were like, Okay, well we can get away with it. The just other ignoring way. it. Just ignoring it. And now the, the issue has is sort of spread to the general public at yeah. large. And they're just using the same playbook. We're just going to ignore it. We're going to yeah. ignore it. We're going to hope it goes away, apparently, and it's just, it's not going to go away now. The yeah. genie is out of the bottle.
0: And and I think, again, like, I hate to even bring this into it, because like you said, really, it's the least of my concerns it should be. But when I hear, you know, elected officials, and this happens yeah, every time.
1: deflection is well, what they, is. Right.
0: They scapegoat. They deflect. When, after Columbine, it was Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson, and then... Later, it was, you know, m and later in the 90s. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now, now it's violent video games. And, yeah. you know, I have never, ever in my life, just because you watch a television show about cooking does not make you a chef. Yeah. Because you watch a show about being a park ranger does not make you a park ranger. Because you play Call of Duty does not make you a mass murderer. It's yeah. just, it's the worst deflection of, of responsibility. As an elected official, you are responsible yeah. to your people
1: ultimately. Your your constituents. I mean, Call of Duty has never killed anybody, first no, of all. No. I am mean, no. not walking down the street playing Call of Duty to kill all these people. So because why don't we start see, why
0: don't we start there? Because you watch a movie about cowboys does not make you a cowboy. Yeah. you know like it it, it blows really my out. mind. Like you said, it's just complete deflection. And yeah. it's so sad.
1: I do find it interesting too that, like, it's probably by people who, you know, use guns for their hobby. And, yeah. and it is interesting you know, that they're, like, essentially saying, well, not my hobby, but your hobby. Yeah. And, and Let's you take know, away again, you're a hobby. Not again,
0: hobby. if you like to trap shoot, knock yourself out. Exactly. If I'm not bothered. If you want to go deer hunting, I'm not bothered. I'm really not. If it's your way of life. We have a right to bear arms. That's fine. Yeah. But there's a line where those, you know, again, shooting a bolt-action rifle or a shotgun holds four shells is vastly different than, uh, you know, weapons that fire 40 rounds in under a minute.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there's there's one more thing that i, I just like to say about the entire subject, and that is, uh, well, actually, there's a lot more.
0: To I know. This, we could talk all day. But I, I just won't. want
1: to point out one last thing they should probably think about going away from this, and that is... Um, you know, I mentioned the power of suggestion, you know, yeah. being at play. And I think there's a second power, no, another power that allows us to, to you know, persist. And that is the belief that it's not going to be me. It's never going to be me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like everybody says, oh, I know, I, I know, I could be in a car accident. I know, I, you know, I could be in a mass shooting. I know, but but everybody secretly believes it won't be me. Until it happens. It won't be me. It won't be me. It won't be my family. It won't be anybody I care about. But the truth is, is you know we're all the same, really, and it's it's going to happen again. I and it's going to be somebody. No matter know? where you're
0: listening from. I mean, we live in relatively small town, USA. Twenty minutes down the road from us. I'm sorry that I can't recall the exact year. In Binghamton, New York, there was a mass shooting at uh, an immigration. What is basically an immigration. Yeah, ACA center, and. Um, you know, you would never think, like you said, no, never, not here, not here. Yeah,
1: and that's what I hear a lot in these it stories. Is, oh, I it's can't believe it happen happened here, not in our town. And, and you know, and if you haven't had tragedy hit your personal life, count you, your lucky stars. Yeah, you. But believe me, there's you, there's definitely a, a feeling of this this can't be happening to me. You know, it can't happen to me. Until it does. And then you realize just how much you've lived on the notion that it can't happen to me. Even though you were telling people, oh, I realize it could be me. But secretly in the back of your mind, don't, like,
0: it can't be Don't good. wait for that to happen to open up your mind to a discussion. Yeah. Don't wait for something like that to happen to change your mind. You know, Be open-minded. Talk to people. Consider actual things that we can implement. Not these vast, like you said, like we both said. It's not just yes or no. Let's have a real discussion and let's save people's lives for Christ's sakes. You know, like that's ultimately, that's what I said. You know, I was uh, pretty involved in a lot of the, the local stuff here with the with the opioid epidemic. And I was like, here we are as elected officials trying to build the local economy and, you know, improve the housing. None of that matters
1: when your people are dying. I mean, it, it feels, doesn't matter how many really jobs you like have. It feels like we're, we're reaching a tipping point because... There's other things starting to come into play. Um, you know, like when we got the 2026 World Cup, I can't remember who's who, there was like one other country running against mm-hmm. our bid. And one of the things they ran on was, you know, America isn't safe. You could be in a mass shooting. Literally on reset
0: air this week, there is a thread people, and you know, this isn't an isolated incident. There's people saying, you know, posting online, asking, well, I was thinking of taking vacation to America. Is it safe? Yeah. My kid wants to go to so school this in America. To,
1: this is going to start financially. My kid
0: wants to go to school in America. Is it safe? Yes. That, think about that for one second, because a lot of Americans sit there, and you picture these other countries, and you probably wonder, like, oh, is it safe over there?
1: Yep. People are saying that about us. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's going to start to have a... A noticeable yeah. effect at some point. Tourism, year. education, and the economy. Yeah. And so it'll be real interesting to see how, um, you know, some of the politicians react once it starts to hit their yeah. pocketbooks. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, it's obviously such an ingrained part of American culture. Yeah. Like, it's, it's almost, I mean, the gun is almost the bedrock of American culture.
0: Uh-huh. In a way. I mean... Yeah, I mean, we literally want I mean, our freedom mean, yeah, by clutching. Exactly.
1: You, you think of the revolution, you think of the frontier, you know, yeah. I mean, guns, guns, guns. And uh, so I realize the times of changed. Ass. Exactly. It sort of feels like we're in the, the, the last samurai yeah. era yeah. for America, yeah. you know. And
0: you can't continue to live the same lifestyle forever.
1: Exactly. I mean, we're essentially going to be Society moves on the at some point. Yeah, yeah. we're going to be dragged in the future one way or the other.
0: All right, so if you listened through all that, thank you. Seriously, thank you for taking the time. Yeah,
1: to, we just felt like we had to comment on it because it's just... It's, it's just wrong not to. to. Yeah.
0: And, you know, we went That's back, close to what happened. I always think about... I have to think about this all the time as an elected official. You know, when something happens, do I say something? Because whatever I say, it's going to set off one side or the other. Yeah. And I constantly have to weigh that. And a lot of times, you know, depending on where I am at the moment, or, um, you know, I... I I ultimately feel like I try to, try to. well, if I'm not leading, who is? You know, if I'm not willing to speak up, who yeah. is?
1: And I feel like both of us are actually aren't against guns no. necessarily. But it's just, you know, look at the situation. Obviously, it's very broken. Something, something has to be, to be done. Yeah, something has to change.
0: And it's a much bigger problem than most are willing to admit. Yes. All right, so from here on out, Mostly video games. Yes. Alright, time for the God Mode moments. We're back with some rumors here. So, we forgot to acknowledge, QuakeCon came and went. Basically, nothing got announced there at all. They showed off Doom. That was about it. But Gamescom is coming up later this month, which has kind of been growing bigger and bigger every year. Do you have any, uh, any last minute? I mean, it's still a few weeks away. But anything you think that somebody's going to come and try to show something interesting...
1: You know, it's a very awkward time for Gamescom, isn't it? I mean, we're, we're sort of in the, the calm before the storm.
0: Yeah, it so is. So it's a
1: very awkward time. Because you expect next E3 to be like...
0: The exactly,
1: exactly. Because we're, we're we're at the very tail end of the generation. Yeah, yeah. So everybody's holding it back for the big blowout. Um, you know, probably about, I don't know, what is it, like eight months yeah. now? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a very strange time. I'm sure something will be announced. Yeah. Honestly, I can't even make a single prediction. I don't I, know. I couldn't either. I'm sitting there uh, racking
0: my brain, like, are there games in development that, like, might be ready to because Gamescom going out at this point?
1: I mean, God bless uh, Gamescom. It's it's not the biggest show yet. But it's been growing every It has year. been growing, but it's not the biggest show, and, nope. and it's just an awkward time.
0: Blizzard announced the game there, uh, I think, last year or the year before. I don't think they're going to be there this year. But basically, you know, it's the, it's the European game show. It's the exactly. European yeah, game yeah. show. So we'll see. I don't have any predictions either, but stay awake.
1: I was leaning towards something from PC, but I just can't I can't think of anything that yeah. it it go, that makes me think like, okay, it's time.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe Splinter Cell. <laughs> yeah. So Capcom received a nineteen million dollar one time royalty payment and this this got revealed through like financial documents. And they got, you know, asked, well, what was this? That's a pretty big, <laughs> basically it was for royalties for the use of one of their IPs. It has to be, from of some kind. And they got asked, well, what was this? And they said, well, we can't talk about that. We, we can't give you details on that. So, there's basically two schools of thought. Either somebody bought a console exclusive, like Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo.
1: Yeah.
0: Or... You know, the the unexciting thing would be like net, some new Netflix series, Resident Evil Netflix series, whatever. Yeah. yeah. There'd be payment for that. Um, God, I hope it's somebody buying Dino Crisis as exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who, but God, that's what I hope. Um.
1: Power Stone. Because they could have sold... I just hope it wasn't Dead Rising. Some
0: people said, you know, they could have sold an IP too, but yeah. 19 million is pretty low. If yeah. it was an IP that they sold, it had to be like a dead one.
1: Well, that's then that's why I, my first thought was Dead Rising. Yeah, Microsoft I hope not. buying Dead I Rising. I hope not. Because not Dead Rising, for the longest time, what was sort waste. of a, a Microsoft IP. It was. They, and Yeah, I, I feel like that series has run its course. Yeah, it has. No doubt. So, but you know, I know Phil Spencer sort of has this this Feeling that there's certain properties that are, even if they're not officially well, or unofficially, got a, got state of properties. decay now, too. So it's like, why exactly? You have state of decay, you own the studio. I, I realize Dead Rising is a little more story based, a little more zany. It's better, let's just uh, say it's better all um, around. No, yeah, not, it is. Yes, not, it is. It's not better <laughs> than the uh, GTA of Jesus Christ, oh, but um. So yeah, I mean, you know what that reminds me? That reminds me of the birds mind. because it's the dumbest thing
0: I've ever heard.
1: That's why is that it is going to be
0: Dead Rising. Dead Rising. I hope Sony bought it, or,
1: or maybe Oni Musha.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was synonymous with PlayStation. Well, at one I can point. see it
1: being like, if it's Oni Musha, I could see it being a movie.
0: How dumb would it be if they bought on a Sony bought Oni Musha because they've got that ghosts of. Whatever. So, Tsushima. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was Microsoft getting an yeah, Onimusha. I don't know, thing.
1: really. Like, I mean, maybe, like you say, Dino Crisis or unless someone...
0: Microsoft likes to buy a competitor to Sony. Yeah. So maybe they paid for an exclusive Onimusha. Or
1: maybe it's Power Stone.
0: Power or Stone maybe it's... Keep <laughs> the they, You know who they sold Power Stone to? What? Sega. Yeah. <laughs> but there's more interesting, in my opinion. Well, this could go anyway, so it could be interesting. A, new, a leaked email from Capcom in Japan revealed that uh, fans will be testing a new Resident Evil game internally at Capcom, internally, in September. So what do you think it is? you think it's RE8? you think it's RE3 remake, something totally new?
1: Well, the fact that fans are going to be testing it. That I made mean, you do, think online. fans, yeah, like that's, that sort of brings back bad memories of, um, what was it, Raccoon City, Raccoon City? <laughs> Files. But that
0: was whatever? a great... Uh, that was a great concept I uh, should yeah. bring it what, back
1: was it a great concept? yes, <laughs> Aside from the, yes uh, they should bring that that's back that's definitely something I'd like to forget
0: four players zombie Co-op it came before Left
1: for Dead oh no no no! I think we're talking you're thinking Umbrella
0: Chronicles, Chronicles Umbrella Chronicles yeah 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 that was about. terrible um,
1: yeah Well, you're well, yeah what you're talking about yeah what was it called again?
0: the original? yeah I think it was like Operation Raccoon City or something like that yeah something like, like that, that.
1: Okay, that that would be incredible. A PS2 game. That would be incredible, especially today, because that, yeah, that that, that done with the RE2 makes...
0: engine. Yeah, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. That that series makes more sense today than it did back then. Yeah, like it was way ahead of its yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Technology wasn't there yet, especially on the PlayStation. That station.
0: classic, if you didn't have a, I remember it took like ten minutes to yes. load in, and the guy and, had already, already boarded. Literally, the first thing we see when we load in is our teammate boarding up a door so we can get a, through the door
1: that we needed to go through. <laughs> yeah. To not be just completely because mauled by in a those huge days, core. not
0: only did you need to buy a network adapter for your console, you needed to buy a hard drive. For your console, because they weren't yeah. built in, and we didn't. And we didn't have adapters, students, no, had a network after, but not nobody. You were like fifteen, 16. so it was
1: basically whatever your parents got you at uh, yeah. Christmas. Yeah. So like, there was definitely no hope of a hard drive, which were pretty expensive, if I remember right. They were like another hundred dollars, at, down,
0: at, least, at 100. least. Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, so there was no hope of that. So you would play the game and. Anyone with a hard drive would essentially it's have like
0: Halfway done with the level. would the have time at you least loaded. like a
1: 10, 15 second head start. It was
0: way more than that. We loaded for like 5, 10 minutes. The like
1: kids today can't possibly imagine no. this two tier no. miss to a game. No. Uh, it was just wild. It was zany. it was hilarious, actually, because you would load into the game and you know your teammates already boarding you out of the room because you're <laughs> bored and you just want to.
0: Move we were on. out there with a bunch of zombies, <laughs> like like just like the starting pistol, like eight <laughs> shots or something. Like and then he goes, yep. oh man, uh, time for a great draw your own conclusions. I hope you saw this. I hope you saw this. I did not. A, a pitcher for the Cleveland Indians had a really bad inning. Like he blew a lead. He, he Every pitch, just every batter, something bad happened. So he got so frustrated, he took the ball from the mound and just launched it over the center field wall. Just turn around, spun. Sp- sp-
1: does, does that count as a home run?
0: No, it doesn't. I don't know what they did, um, but this was the Indians. So Terry Francona, their manager, took the field, and very clearly his mouth reads, what the is wrong with you? <laughs> and the pitcher like tried to apologize to Terry. He's he, he said he said my bad. This is on me. And Terry just says get the f- out of here. Tells him to get out of the park. And the guy walked off the field so slow. He's just uh, like moping, walking off the field. It's one of the funniest things like, I've cut. seen in a long time. Yeah,
1: you know that's that's kind of the fun thing about baseball is there's so many games that you're you're eventually gonna see everything. Yeah. Like there's just that many games, especially if you look at the entire league. Yeah. If you're talking like Thousands of games yeah. every season. They play 152 games. There's 30 team. something teams. Yeah, so um, it's 162, isn't it? Maybe
0: I thought it was 52,
1: but it's uh, probably 62. So yeah, you're you're looking at thousands of games. So you're going to see everything. I uh, always wonder. Each game is at least five. I know games,
0: they. So. I know these guys love the game and stuff. But when you're out there night in and night now, out, and you get this streak when you're here in like like July August, you're not in the playoffs yet. Yeah, you know it's a hundred degrees out there every night. And yeah, you know it's got to take an effect. You got to oh, get yeah. to a point in the season where you're like, can't we just get this over? But, it? Like, especially, holy crap! Uh, just
1: imagine the outfielders. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. standing out there. Yeah, like sometimes, you know, I mean, you know, if you're out in left field, you might be sitting out. No there pun for intended. Like, yeah, or maybe a little bit. But you know, if you're sitting out there, you might be sitting out there for quite a while. Yeah, if you ever do anything, and it's like every night.
0: Oh man. And I, I mean, I guess we're being paid millions of dollars, so we really got a good gig, but Great American Pastime. So let's take a look at the games coming out in August, and this is, if you notice, and we've talked about it before, the months where good games come out have changed so much over the years. Oh, yeah. It used to be everything in November, oh. and there was nothing else, Yes. and now, uh, like, August and September have
1: gotten really big. There used to be March, nothing in the summer. March has gotten really big. I used to big. think of the summer as the desert. Yeah, nothing I, I, I turned. I, I coined the, the term the desert for Which, the summer because just nothing happened. Do you think it was because Because
0: it makes... I still don't get why developers aren't taking advantage of this. The kids have all the time in the world during the summer. I know. So like when I think of like World of Warcraft Classic comes out August 26th, which is the day that a lot of the college kids go back to school. Yeah. I'm like, why didn't you
1: launch June 26th, where they've got the whole summer to because pay your subscription? Because they looked at They're it, not playing
0: outside. They,
1: they looked at the um, the data from the Ryan Chiesemans of the world and uh, <laughs> decided kids actually play World of Warcraft more when they're in school.
0: than Maybe, maybe. But I just mean in general. Like, the kids have all this time in the summer. Why aren't you trying to, like, use up some of that time? Uh, So let's take a look at some of the games coming out this month. Tell me which ones you want to play. Metal Uh,
1: Wolf Chaos. You playing that? Oh, absolutely.
0: Are you really going to get it?
1: Uh, I'll (laughs) wait for it to game pass. I
0: don't think it will. (laughs) Uh, Sword Art Online, no idea. Friday the 13th, the Game Ultimate Slasher Edition comes to Switch. This was on sale at Best Buy just a couple of days ago. Oh, my God. I wish i bought it. Zeus Begins... Rad, which is Double Fine's uh, game that I played at PAX, Remnant from the Ashes. This looks great. This is one that people should be looking up. It's like um,
1: oh, I was thinking of the Last Remnant. No,
0: no, Remnant from the Ashes is it's like Dark Souls but with guns, and it's a co-op game. It's not like a like a I'm alone in a you know gothic environment. So it looks really good. Everybody's I'm gonna buy these games. Life is Strange 2, Episode 4, Oninaki, Ancestors, The Humankind Odyssey. There's a ton, dude. Arizona Sunshine, The Damned, The Bard's Tale 4, Control, which I've had my eye on since it got announced. I think it looks really good.
1: The Bard's Tale? Eh? That used to be a pretty big series. Um, feels you've, like you've said there's, that. There's no...
0: I don't know if there is anymore. <laughs> there's no interest around it now. It yeah. Like it. Uh, Taste of Power, uh, WoW Classic, Wreckfest, Headspun, Astral Chain, which is Platinum's game.
1: Switch just keeps rolling along. Blair Witch,
0: um, the Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan, and Hunt Showdown 1.0, which I've been playing a lot. I played this game first a year ago in Early Access. This game's come such a long way. I, I think it's incredible. I really highly recommend trying it. The audio in this game is outstanding. Just the intensity of it is really good. You picking up any of these? Um, I'm playing Wild WoW Classic too. Quit my job.
1: I really would like to try Metal Chaos. I never played it back in the original no? Xbox days.
0: Did you? Isn't it the president isn't a Mac? Yeah. A Mac suit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never played it. It wasn't a Dreamcast. Yeah. I never had. No, a no,
1: no. Cast. It was. That's the original Xbox. Was it? Yeah.
0: So we got some questions here for the question and answers. Uh, Ninja is writing a book. The question is, is it unmatched in skill and wit? Um, here's my take on it. He's promised that this book will help you become like a gaming god. Let me say two things. Do I think it's probably going to be like an interesting read? Yeah, probably. Like, it's probably be a good, decent book. And I don't have any problem with him writing a book because more power to him. Is it actually going to help you become a better gamer? There's all sorts of free content about this on YouTube. Just watch YouTube videos about the mindset of competitive gaming, and I. But is, is he totally qualified to write a gaming book? Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And I'll just say, I'll just say, um, to Ninja, uh, you know, you're on notice that we will decide who is a gaming god and who isn't. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> we will uh, tell you when you're like common, God right? mode. Yeah. This was
0: a funny uh, incident. So, a community manager for Total War was leaving the company. And uh, he ended his last stream for with the company by calling him the most prominent streamer of their game a dickhead. And uh, they want to know our take on that. <laughs> what, what's your take? Maybe
1: it was. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I it wasn't do- there. It doesn't bother
0: me one bit. Uh, you know, I'm a streamer. I can be held accountable to it. I mean, yeah, just you know, because you're a big voice in a community doesn't mean you are you get yeah, special privileges. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, working relations, sometimes you, you just encounter people that it doesn't work out. You got to put up. You, don't, you it. don't always have to refer to them as a dickhead. Yeah. Well,
0: uh, this was his last day, so.
1: Yeah. Uh, sometimes Let you it do, go. But sometimes you do. I don't know. I wasn't there.
0: Yeah. Will the Blair Witch Game finally bring the survival horror genre into the light or prominence because it is kind of a it's, it's still kind of a niche niche genre in a lot of ways other than Resident Evil there's not a, lot, a whole lot of super successful survival horror games anymore
1: well a game based on a movie from 1996 <laughs> um, you know made by like an independent developer finally brings the survival horror genre into the light no probably not
0: <laughs> uh, was this one with the dog was the trailer have a dog? in
1: Yeah, it? it was the one where we thought maybe it was Resident Evil.
0: Oh yeah, or Silent um, Hill, or something. yeah.
1: And uh,
0: any news updates on Disney still wanting to buy Blizzard? No, and uh, you know we did hear that Apple was also considering buying Activision Blizzard. There's usually like a couple ways that these things go down. Either this will happen over the next ten years, and it, it'll just, or it'll just happen out of nowhere. It's fun though, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. kind
1: of fun to like. Will they buy them? Won't they buy them? I don't know. It's kind of funny. Will
0: Microsoft buy them? Yeah. That, that's that's probably not a bad bet at this point. Um, all right, so that brings us time for our now, now famous timers. Godspeed Stories. Let me pull up the, the clock here.
1: I'm doing my stretches. Stretch out. I was yeah. going to say, I'm doing my stretches. I'm ready. What we do,
0: if you're listening for the first time, if you're not familiar with the new format for uh, Godspeed Stories, we go through these as fast as we can. We alternate and we send a question flying at the uh, other person, totally unscripted, no idea what's we coming.
1: Don't have, we don't even have the questions written down no, or anything. No, we come up we, with we them right read, out of, We read the headlines and we come up with the questions.
0: Throw something random and we try to get through it all as, as fast as possible. Am I going first or are you going first? Um, I'll go first. You say you're asking first? Yeah, I'll, I'll ask first. Okay, ready? I'm going to start the... Okay. The, uh, I'm going to count it down. Okay. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Let's jam.
1: Okay, Cthulhu saves Christmas, announced by Zeboyd. Will you be hearing the call this Christmas?
0: I played Cthulhu saves the world. Probably not my type of game anymore, but they're cool. Uh, EA says Need for Speed, a new Need for Speeds being announced in August, and Apex numbers are up this season with a mobile and Chinese launch coming soon. Do you think there's actually hope for EA by the end of this year to no. see sunnier skies? No. No.
1: It's all darkness, EA. Okay. All darkness. Uh, Maverick's Proving Grounds, the 1,000-player the Battle Royale has been canceled, and the developer has been closed. Uh, how do you feel about this?
0: Considering a lot of Battle Royales can't even get 100 players to work right, talking to you, PUBG, I'm not surprised the 1,000-player Battle Royale can't make it. The trailer for The Irishman by Martin Scorsese dropped and uses an insane de-aging technology for Joe Pesci. Did you watch this trailer? And I did not psyched this, for the yeah. movie?
1: Um, it's a little I, Mafia movie. I will say, though, that you know we might as well just switch to computer-generated movies completely. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> just just switch to computer-generated movies. Um, Nintendo, making an average of 30 to $38 per download on the free-to-play Fire Emblem and Dragula Lost mobile games. Is Nintendo... CEO swimming in a, a pool of gold coins? Um, probably. I just find that incredible. 30
0: to $38 on average. That's pretty... See, that's proof right there why free-to-play games are powerful. Yeah. IO Interactive is developing Hitman 3 and a new IP. The last two Hitman games have been wildly successful. Do you think it's going to continue on a success train?
1: I hope so. I mean, I, I've always loved the Hitman series. Um you know, I hope they they get more funding and can make, uh, you know, their games even better. Uh, Reliable source says the Annihilation storyline is the next big arc of the MCU. Are you excited by this? And do you have any idea what the Annihilation? Uh, I know,
0: I know line? the enemy is Annihilus. I don't know anything else about it. I do want to say, going back to the last one, there's a rumor that Microsoft is going to buy I.O. That's, that, that's all I have to say. <clears throat> Ben Affleck has revealed that his Batman solo movie was going to focus on Arkham Asylum and the psychological element of Batman and its universe. Are you disappointed that we're never going to see that movie get played out?
1: Absolutely not. I, I want nothing more to do with the uh, Batfleck. Um, <laughs> He's a great director, though. But the, the movie we're getting sounds much better. Um, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep delayed until October 1st. Uh, <laughs> Do I care?
0: <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> the one good thing about this is this is Bungie being independent, and they're able to actually freaking do things that they want to do now. Yeah, that's so. true. Great. Uh, Fortnite has added playable mechs for Season 10. Is there anything that this game won't do, and is it time for Microsoft to revive Mech Assault?
1: I think it's time for another concert, live-action concert in the middle of Fortnite, because nothing's... Who? This. Who? Call uh, it. Uh... Hannah Montana Kiss. <laughs> Google testing a Google Play Pass for $4.99 a month to rivals Apple's Arcade will you be investing in Apple, Apple Arcade Pass? stuff that's all I have to
0: say <laughs> Zynga is once again the fastest growing mobile developer after years of chaos and financial losses does their seeming resurrection surprise you or not isn't this a company that Don Matrix at? Yeah, or he was. I don't know if he's still. There, there. There's no re-
1: there's there's almost no resurrection for any companies that. Um Halo TV series will officially premiere in early 2021. In fact, they did some casting. I don't know if you saw porn that. Porn Stash is Master Chief. Um Will you be watching the Porn Stash?
0: Oh, I'm watching this series. There's no doubt. You got it. I have no idea if it will be good. It could go either way. I'll watch though. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the team There's a team at Riot who makes League of Legends, making a fighting game, which you're a huge fan of that genre. League of Legends is one of the most successful esports titles ever. Would you be interested in their fighting game?
1: Yeah, as long as it's not a MOBA. Um, <laughs> Neymar rumored to be the villain of Black Panther 2. To her 2 <laughs> Um, when did when did Black Panther get that new title?
0: Uh, um, I'm not sure but there was a rumor that Dwayne Johnson is going to play Namor which would be a great way to introduce him into the universe as a villain. Uh, Walmart is working on introducing its own cryptocurrency. Are you investing in this or are you terrified for our new Walmart overlords?
1: Well I realize this is probably the last time I'm going to speak on this podcast so I'm just going to say it's for the, for the birds. Uh, pro skateboarder lands world's yeah. first 1269. nine. <laughs> Twelve supposed to be 12-60. Do you remember um, the moment when
0: Tony Hawk landed the 900 and how big it was? Yeah, yeah yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they surpassed him by a full spin. Oh, my
1: God. Like, how's that even possible?
0: We're so old. Like, well, don't you remember when. They're slightly cheating. He, he used was one those say, giant ramps. I was
1: going to say, don't you remember when it happened? They, they were like, 900 isn't possible. It's physically not possible. Yeah. You know, and supposedly he was defying physics. Hitting the nine hundred. They did.
0: They he went. This guy went off one of those huge. He dropped in on like a hundred foot cheap. ramp. It's not the same thing. I mean, it's incredible either way. Yeah, but um, they can
1: stay on your board. Yeah. gonna ask I was going to ask, ask you for this question. Uh, at what angle are you landing on a twelve sixty nine? I
0: don't so, see. Sometimes I'm editing the spreadsheet from both. My PC and my phone, so like it's like has trouble like syncing, and it's so like I'll delete something and then I'll type something, and it results in some typos from time to time. So that's it for Gods Unlocked episode 52. Thanks for sticking with us through the whole thing. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 53. I guess
1: the Black Panther one's almost like the Joe Biden three the neck oh bones three, connected three, to the oh. knee bone pre 03.
0: Although Joe Biden had a great quote today. He said to millennials... Oh, God. Stop telling me what's wrong with the world. Oh God. Go fix it.
1: We just lost the millennial <laughs> listeners. It's okay. a great quote. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's it. Over episode 52, the one-year anniversary bonanza <laughs> is uh, over and out. That was a kazoo, not a screeching car. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know but... <laughs> Uh, eh, you know, there's probably nobody listening at this point anyway, so.
0: Turn uh, the damn
1: thing off. God Mode, episode 52, over it. Right